Welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg, sometimes called Toy Man and the Doc. Uh, coming it's to you. It's not called Toy Man and the Doc. You don't like that? No, I'm putting the Knicks on. You're putting the Knicks on Toy I'm Man and the Doc. I'm putting the Knicks on Toy Man and the Doc. Oh, fair enough. Yes. I'm going to go cry now in the corner because <laughs> my idea. Anyway, um, coming to you not live uh, from the beautiful downtown Providence studio in the Erie uh, Weekly. We hope. If well, we, I think, if, we'll, we'll I, I think it'll be weekly. We're, yeah. we're going to do well with it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one thing uh, we've decided to start doing, we, we've been getting faxes from various fans across the country. Um, you know, my fax machine is, uh, I, I've, I've gone through reams of paper now with people asking about us and uh, trying to know more about the podcast and about the fascinating individuals. So among our fans who fax. Yes, which is, is a, which is only... Is a, our, fa- our, our fans only fax, apparently, because uh, I... <laughs> of that, the faxing demographic. There's 20 or 30 right here on the floor. Terrific. You know, so uh, so one thing that has come up, uh, as I think often happens in podcasts, because, of course, they're just hearing our voices, is, you know, what do we look like? You know? And, That's right. Uh, just what, you know, what are these two fascinating or... So silly, what, well, what do we look like? Well, I'm, uh, I'm about... Uh, wait, wait, wait. Are we going to describe each other or are we going to describe ourselves? We... Well, I was just going to describe myself, uh, and, and, you know, for for all the people okay. out there. That's, so that's, that so I'm I'm uh, I'm about um, six foot seven. I weigh three hundred eighty two pounds. <laughs> I have a fascinating skin condition. Uh, it's my my skin is has loose, coarse pores with occasional hair growth in scabby patches. I have a nose like a German sausage, uh, and I have one eye and a hook for a hand. That's uh, it's wildly accurate, you, right? Yes. Let me. I'm gonna scratch my peg leg right now. Here, there we go. That's oh, that's the stuff that feels better. Um, so as you listen to the podcast, please make sure you imagine Tyler looking just like that. It, it, it'll it'll help. I think it'll help. I I think so. I think it adds quite a bit to the. Uh, the so event. why don't you describe me? All right. Seriously? Or, yeah. Or it's, it's serious. Okay. So well, Greg is a uh, you know sort of a. A medium build fellow, uh, maybe a couple extra pounds you're, you're, you're there. You're kind. You're kind. You know, uh, he's he's got uh, gray hair. It's very long. Goes down to the shoulders, and a, uh, a very nicely cropped beard. Uh, he's got brown eyes. Uh, no, so he, he does not have a receding forehead. I'm glad to say. So he's, I've often thought, as I look at myself, that I look like the cliche dungeon master that you have ever heard of or you know, seen. You are I, long hair, a little overweight, with a beard. Yeah. I, I, and and so. It, the more I think about that, the more I'm like, I, I need a haircut and shave well, and lose no, a few pounds. I, I don't think that's true. You know, I, I think yeah. uh, you you do have that uh, that phenotypic uh, game master look, and, and and I think that's great because you were our game master at one point. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I do remember one time you said something very sad. It was very sad. I, I shed a little tear. I said, I said, Greg, why don't you get a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> and, and could you tell me what you responded well, to? Well, I feel if you're going to ornament your body, if you're going to decorate your body, right. you should have a body worth decorating. So, you know, if you're a chubby guy, you know, where are you going to put the tattoo on the on your on your chub? It's not. It's not. So, so you're saying, as a museum, your building is really yeah, not up to code, that's, and, and you wouldn't hang a painting. That in is it. exactly yeah, right. That is, you, yeah. don't, you don't you don't hang a, a Mona Lisa I, in a I, in a in a cabin, you know, I, sh- a shotgun shack. You I know, yeah. You have to. You're being very hard on yourself. Well, you know. All right, you describe me. I, of course, I don't have a hook for a hand. I. Well, I think other than that, you were spot on. I was on, pretty spot right? on. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. No, you're a normal looking guy, with brown hair. Uh, you're. Five foot... Ten. Yeah, ten? Ten. Eleven. Ten. ten to eleven, depending on shoes. If you stand... If you sit if up If I stand straight. up straight, which I never do. If you do. sit up straight, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you gain about six inches when you yeah. when your posture improves. Yes, my nickname in college was Quasimodo. Yeah, because I hunch like a vulture. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll work on that with yeah, you. So uh, yeah, and uh, uh, glasses, and you uh, you look very uh, very doctor like. Right now, you're wearing a turtleneck and khakis. It's actually funny. Uh, our friend Sam Driver. One day, I I uh, I believe it was very very hot out, and we went to our favorite watering hole. And I walked in and he looked at me wearing a dress shirt and khakis and a belt and, and uh, sensible shoes. And he goes, Tyler only has one mode of dress. <laughs> it's, I, I really don't. I, there's, just, there's no dress down for me. I don't own any jeans. No jeans? I don't own any I jeans. I only own jeans. I know. Well, you see, uh, you were on See, are, we complete each we, other. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's what we're saying. Between the two of us, we yeah. have a wardrobe. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but anyway, who knows? Maybe there'll be pictures of us on our Facebook page when that gets going. Yeah. And, uh, so if, if you've ever wondered what we look like, until the f- pictures go on the Facebook page, you can now pretend to imagine what we've just described. Now, how does one do that exactly? I pretend mean, to imagine? Well, because I was talking to Megan about this, and, and, and if you're pretending to imagine, you're really not imagining at all, are yeah, you? Yeah, it's a, it's, a it's a very cautious sort of, uh, you know... Uh, you, you hesitantly it's a hesitant, to hesitantly imagine. imagine. Maybe we'll change the name to hesitantly. Hesitantly, hesitantly imagine. How about... Yeah. <laughs> Don't dare to imagine. Don't dare to imagine. Hesitantly Timidly imagine. imagine. Timidly, yeah, timidly imagine is very timidly, good, yeah. Yes, approach avoidance behavior. Timidly imagine yeah. sounds like a Dickensian name, like from a, young, a Charles Dickens. Young Timothy young Imagine. Young Timothy Imagine. I'm your benefactor. Yeah. T- t- uh, not Timothy, t- Tim, uh, Timidly. Timidly. Timidly, Timidly, Timidly imagine, yeah. Uh, but uh, so anyway, yeah, no, that's uh, that's roughly uh, what, what we're doing here as far as uh, looks. So um, fascinating. So um, sometimes I'm asked as a physician about some of the experiences I've had um, in my um, schooling days, med school. You know, med school is a tough time, a lot of stress, a lot of, a lot of crazy things happen. But I think nothing is more uh, disturbing than anatomy class. So, all right. So, explain it. You're looking at corpses. You're looking at real people. You're looking, you're at, looking at looking at corpses, uh, yeah. and uh, it's it's a it's a sobering experience to see your first Damn corpse. Most, most of us have not seen a yeah. corpse uh, by the time you're in your twenties or, or you know early twenties. Uh, and it was interesting the way people reacted to it. Um, many of the medical students I knew approached it with an almost monk-like reverence. Uh, they they came and they said, "This is." The remains of a person, and we shall. Now deal. I'm really curious about that because I want to know how long did that last in their career well, as a doctor? Well, I, or, or, you know, or as a as a, as a uh, having no follow up with these people, I really couldn't tell you. But but so there was that group, and then there were the comedians, and it was food jokes from there on in. And sadly, my group were amongst the comedians, and but, you were you were the leader, and I was one of the worst in in it, and. Uh, and I think that's in many ways that's just how you dealt with it. I mean, I think it's yeah. you know it can be a difficult thing. But I had a it was it was a, it was an interesting experience. Um, the first uh, day that we started working on the heart, uh, we uh, we were cutting into the uh, left ventricle, which is the main heart chamber, and um, there's something in there. I'm like, what is this? And we, we we get our tweezers and we pull out what looked like a fortune cookie strip <laughs> from an intact human heart. <laughs> and it says inspected by number six. I kid you not. And we're we're looking at it. and of course the the professor and his his lackeys had had managed to snake this in with a with a so a, obviously a professor and his lackeys not monk like not monk like no the, not at all in yeah. fact they were just as goofball as we were but uh, yeah I you know it was it was very arduous I remember uh, at the time I was taking a philosophy of science course uh, as well. 
And I remember saying to myself, the concepts in this philosophy course are so difficult, whereas the concepts in anatomy course are, are very, very simple. It's just the amount of work is so unbelievable. But um, I remember we were uh, uh, getting to a point where we had to get to the genitals. Tricky area. That's you know, gross. Yeah, we had to, and so you know, we we didn't, we weren't really the best students, to be honest. And and uh, we're reading the book about what we're supposed to do, and, and I look at Andrew, and Andrew's looking at me, and it says, "Well, it says fully mobilize the penis." And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I <laughs> shrugged my shoulders and just whacked the sucker off. <laughs> and I said, "Can't get more mobile than that." <laughs> We could take this down the hall. That's terrible. It, it is terrible, and 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 yet I haven't been haunted yet. So I, I I'm assuming you, that I, I you know I you didn't. tell the story. No shame. Well, no, you know, no horror, no regret. Just 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 repeating it for the comedic value. I'm just terrific. Letting, I'm just that's, I'm letting it all hang you're out. You're a wonderful person. I'm letting it all hang out because <laughs> that's what that's what happened. You know, and then there was the day we 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 poo pooed the use of face shields while we were doing the bone saws to cut the cut the uh, the skull open, and so. Like, you know, going along and I'm saying, what's that grit on my teeth? Went, oh, God. It's corpse, <laughs> corpse grit. Corpse grit. And we're spitting. You know, oh. And then, of course, it was that day. We had had a long day and things weren't going very well. And there was <laughs> uh, a fellow working with us. I won't mention names. Uh, who was being very whiny and very difficult at the time. And uh, finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. and just plucked off a little bit of human fat and flicked it at him and it hit him in the eyeglasses and he said, uh, I'm going home and ran away. <laughs> Monstrous, really. I mean, when you it, think about it, it's... it's uh, now, have you ever looked up that, you know, that, that ruined his career? Is he is he homeless? He or actually, is he actually, like... No, uh, no. Is he busking in he, uh, Brussels somewhere? Again, we'll not discuss you know individuals but but he's actually quite successful uh, and I've, I've checked up on that. So he's, he's okay. He, he managed to get through that. So my my experience with anatomy, I have no obviously you know no doctoring, no no experience with corpses. I'm glad. But uh, in in art school, um, you you well, so in art school you take classes in drawing, and they, sure. they, you draw fabric hanging on the wall, and you draw light bulbs and chandeliers and baby carriages. Those are all your intro to uh, to uh, to drawing. Then. Uh, so it's it's the last day of my intro to drawing class or drawing 101 whatever yeah. it was in in college and uh there's there's it's in a different room I'm like, that's strange why is it in a different room all the things we draw are piled up in this right. in this in this studio that we go to so it's in a different room I walk into the room and the teacher's at the front of the room and there's a woman in the front of the room right and I'm like okay what's going on here and the the, the teacher says well next year you're all going to have uh figure drawing oh yeah Right. So, uh, so this is the last day of your regular class. So, you know, we'll we'll do we'll do a, a shot at figure drawing today. So that's something you don't drop on somebody out of the blue. So not, <laughs> no. now I'm sitting there, and the woman now the normal way that you draw a, a, a naked person is there. They're in the the middle of the room, and they have a, a robe on, and you know they're going to become naked, and they've yeah. got the robe, and they drop the robe, and you draw them. And I've done that a thousand times. So this is the first time. I'm in this thing, this classroom, and she's fully clothed, leather jacket, jeans, boots. So it was more of a striptease. It was very titillating. Well, you know, though, I want to say one thing, though, okay? Now, I've actually done a figure drawing course. I did it a few years ago. Um, I only went to, like, one of them because I lost interest. Um, But it does seem from both my experience and my brother, who's also was an art student, is that uh, the figure drawing models are generally... 
not titillating. To begin okay, with. so <laughs> this particular first one was oh, okay. she was she was a, a, an attractive an attractive woman, and you know so I'm sitting there. Did and you I'm, have a I, husband's bulge? <laughs> no. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there in the in the classroom, and then off comes the jacket. Yeah, and then then the shirt gets unbuttoned, and then the pant, and then she's the boots come off, and it literally it was. Very, very, and in my head, I'm over and over again. I'm going. Wait, the boots were last. I'm going. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going. What am I going to do when she takes her clothes off? I'm like, what am I going to do? I, I had no experience in this, none. And uh, but to be all of you curious, I can what see the like, pen shaking. Yeah, this, as it tries to. <laughs> no, but to 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 anyone who's never drawn a naked person, for the most part, as soon as your charcoal or whatever you're drawing with hits the paper. It's non. There's nothing sexual right. about it. It's sure. completely, you know. But I didn't know that, right? And I'm waiting, you know. But as far as your the the way people look in these classes, and I, again, I've taken many figure drawing classes and drawn men, men and women, fat and old, and you know, um, some of them are 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 you know are 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 old and wrinkly, and some of them are really. Mm, but the ones that were the the most fun to draw were the really, really fat ones. And we had this this one female model. She was gi- just gigantic. And you really, you draw with these really kind of nice, curvy, swooping lines with your mm. hand. Mm. Uh, it and almost then, draws itself. And, all, and, it's, and that's not far from the truth because we had another model who was uh, uh, also uh, happened to be a female, but she was very um, athletic. And if you draw the muscles in the wrong location, oh, like you're just off just a hair. Yeah. They, they, you, they, you know, the, the figure would look all weird, but when they're fat, it's not, it's, it's just it's forgiving. very, very fat forgiving. forgiving. Fat, yes. I think that's the, I think that's, that's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. Fat, fat, is, fat forgiving. is forgiving. Yeah. So, um, you know, we were talking about med school, uh, and, uh, you know, there's things you go through in med school, which are obviously new to you. Um, of course, college itself is, is a lot like that too. I, I remember, um, I went to Brown. Wown University, <laughs> and uh, I uh, had my very first roommate. I didn't, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't actually room with my brother. We had separate rooms, so we're in this room. It's not a big room, uh, and uh, you know, my stuff's on my side, his stuff's on his side. And it's our first day, and you know, we're, we're hitting it off pretty good. You know, he's he's cool. You know, actually, kind of a geek like I am, and it was nice. And then the evening came around, and uh, got in our beds. You know, trying to be as modest as possible, you know, lying there. And the, Light turns off, and so you're in one room. We're in one room. Yeah, we've got our two computers and our stuff and everything. You know, beds, and the light goes off, and uh, I hear Joel go, "Tyler, yes, Joel, are you gay? <laughs> no, Joel. Joel, yes, Tyler, are you gay? <laughs> no, Tyler. Good night, Tyler. Good night, Joel. <laughs> Is that a true story? It's a true story. <laughs> yeah. It's a- <laughs> It's just like let's get it out in the open, you know. She, you know, just, you gotta respect you know, that though. Was, I mean, that, that's that's fantastic. It was I, it was just sort of, you know, and, and Brown was, you know, Brown had co-ed showers and, and co-ed bathrooms. I mean, here you are, you know, you're you're going to brush your teeth, right? And you've noticed that you know this this rather attractive, you know, uh, uh, sweet maid or whatever has has gone to the bathroom beforehand, and and you know you you take out your toothpaste and you're you're brushing your teeth on here. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, that's all, that's all dis- off. that's it's, disheartening. It's, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, very yeah. Dis- yeah. discouraging, really. Yes, you know, to, yeah. But uh, any, any was, pretense of, any, of yeah, any pretense. It's, it's, and, and there was a uh, uh, a friend of mine who was in a three person uh, room. There were three people in his room, and two of them hated each other. And he had to deal with like this. Um, 
these two people just being absolute jerks to one another. So one day, finally, one of them got a transfer. Because you could do that. If you really hated who you were with, you could get a transfer. So the guy got a transfer. And as a parting shot, he's about to leave the room. He goes, hey, Bob, I farted in your fresca. <laughs> that, that, that phrase needs to be on a t-shirt. You know. That's like the ultimate insult. I urinated in your Fanta. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's the word fresca it's, it's that the makes... the fact that the fresca is really makes it so much, so much, so much more sadder, you know. It's just like, so I, yeah. I had a... Um, uh, let's see. This was back in the 90s, and uh, so pre, pre-internet, pre well, more or less, and pre-cell phone. And I had a bag, like a, a messenger bag. And back then, it wasn't they weren't as ubiquitous as they are now, where sure. everybody's got a messenger bag. Right? Yeah. So I had a messenger bag, and I, in, in the messenger bag was my sketchbook and other things like that. And there was a friend of mine that I hung out with quite a bit, and we had <clears throat> we had a, a newspaper. The local newspaper was called the the Providence Phoenix, and it had all the the arts. Oh, and the, the porn paper. The, the, yeah, well, so so it, it it's ha- a porn it has, paper. Now. It has the adult section in it, right? And uh, but it has all of the ga- the galleries and the clubs and the the, the the it's the arts and entertainment newspaper. So I'm over at my friend's house and I, I pull this paper out of my bag and him and I are going over which club we're going to go to Lupo's we're going to go see a band what are we going to go do tonight and his mother he lived at home so yeah. his mother was there his mother comes up to us and she kind of leans over and she kind of leans over to me and she goes hmm Greg the Phoenix is that a gay paper. <laughs> Well, some of it is <laughs> right. Well, it's true, right? But so, the, and and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, how do you respond to that? You know, I mean, it's clearly a, a you know, a, a, so I, I I said no. I answered honestly. I said no. It's an it's an arts paper. So there's you know galleries and clubs, and there's a you know so there's a, a high percentage of of artists, and and you know maybe you know there are you know homosexual people that that are in, interested in things in this magazine, and it does have an adult section and and everything. But it wasn't until afterwards that I, I'm thinking. She was trying to figure to, out to see. if I was dating her son. Not that there's anything wrong. Not with that there's anything there's wrong. Nothing, with nothing wrong no, with that. But that—that's it. Didn't. But it didn't occur to me while it was happening. It was like afterwards that I'm like, oh, she was. She wanted to know yeah, if me and her son well, were, were were dating. There's a, a great story. Uh, two friends of mine. In fact, actually, one was my roommate, which is kind of funny. Uh, they start. Uh, he and a friend of his, uh, when they were in New York, started a software company. And so they uh, were going out to dinner with each set of parents to talk about uh, the, uh, the, the, how the company was going and everything else. So they get there and they sit down and uh, their waiter was, was uh, gay. And um, about halfway through the meal, the waiter comes up behind him and starts giving them high fives. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you meet the parents. Go, guys, go, go, go. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> okay, so tonight there's something a little new. Um, uh, there's been some interest in our podcast uh, in the wider world, and uh, we've just been asked to uh, to do a uh, an, uh, an advertising spot you- for sponsors. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, yeah it's for sponsors. So, so uh, you know, I, I'm not a pro at this, but I'll, I'll read it as best I can. So uh, without further ado, you shop at Wholesome Foods. You're better. Different. Special. You'd no more look both ways before crossing the street than you would eat a piece of inorganically grown produce. Wholesome foods, exuding a sense of smug satisfaction for your satisfaction. So uh, uh, Tyler and I were talking the other day about um, you know one of our our favorite uh, television shows, uh, Star Trek, the original oh, Star love Trek, Star Trek, right? Yes. And uh, one of the more iconic uh, aliens uh, on Star Trek was. 
the tribbles. tribbles. The tribbles. Yes. And uh, so there's a lot of questions about the anatomy of a tribble. And, they're and what, adorable. They are adorable. They're actually their 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 cuteness kind of personified or, or distilled to its essence. Yes. And I don't know if, if you knew this, but the, the, if you if you were to shave a tribble, they're they're about the size of a grape. Is it it really? Yeah. That's that's. I've, yeah. I've actually been told they only have one hair. They have they, it's it's just, just sort of loops long, in and long out. Hair. Yeah. It's kind of like a Brillo a, pad. Yeah. It, it's yeah. Just, that it's would just be loops really. It, of, it, of it hair. might be. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, they're they're sort of um, the universe is Merkin. I think that that's if the, the, in the the space Merkin trade. It's, that's yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's it. And, well, I, and we all know that this Merkin is one of my favorite words. Well, just, it's an amazing just, word. It's, yeah. We actually discussed Merkins uh, a little while when we were talking about the Infinity Mohawk on a previous. Uh, I, I, I'm going to make a prediction. I think Merkins is a topic that's going to come up again it's all, and again it's all and again range. on this, on well, this I, podcast. I, 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 what's, what's, what's interesting? It's, it's a you, rich. It's a rich topic. It is a rich topic. And and you know the interesting thing about tribbles is they would make excellent Merkins because of the hooks. Because <laughs> if you ever, I forgot about the hooks. If you've got the if you yeah, got the, the cojones to, to tip a triple over and yeah. look underneath, hooks. Hooks. They have hooks. Oh yeah, yeah it's the secret. They're, they're made they're, of cartilage. Oh, and they're they're barbed. <laughs> so I mean, you gotta barbed be careful. Triple hooks. Barbed triple hooks. Yeah, yeah. No, the, so that that's you're using a triple as a merkin, not not. Not skinning a triple and creating a merkin well, out of its pelt. The, poor the, thing. Mer- the I triple mean, pelt. You don't have to kill it. And, and, and for and, those and, of you who don't know what a merkin is, I'm, I think many of you do. Uh, a merkin is a toupee for your private for bits. Your private. So, so, yeah. so, of course, a triple being warm blooded uh, is really kind of a, a treat. You know, it's warm and <laughs> snug and, you know, it's it's great, you know. Oh my God, you take everything to a weird I mean, place. These, these things look like Daniel Boone hats. Basic, you know those things—the fur hat with the tail that comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, they don't yeah. have tails, but you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, they're they're uh, you know they're born pregnant. Yep. And uh, they uh, they just can't get out fast enough. So I mean, you know, it just I mean, in theory, they they really are they're like a von Neumann machine. You've heard of a, the von what's Neumann a, what's machine? A von Neumann, a von machine? Neumann machine is a machine whose primary function is to make more of itself. Okay, and normally it either alters matter or metabolizes matter to create. Well, that's more all of biology is. All kind biology of, is in a sense of a new machine. However, the von Neumann machines are more frightening because, at least in theory, they can turn any matter into more of themselves. But but the tribbles. So there's a thought. Von Neumann machine is a thought experiment. Yes, I'm exactly. Good. So yeah. it, it, the the idea is that they don't improve themselves. No, no, they just make more of themselves. It's it's a bit like the gray goo bomb. You know the gray goo bomb that that basically it sounds uh, like cancer. It is, yeah, it, it is. But but see, but again, or terrated rippers or any number of things that do this sort of thing. But uh, but the tribbles are, you know, you drop them in the wheat fields of Cygnus Alpha, and and within minutes, there's nothing You're but tribble. You're such a nerd. You're such. There's a nerd. no more. There's no more food. Quadratricale is is all gone. And and I mean, wow, I am a nerd. Anyway, but neat little creatures though. They hate Klingons. Tribbles. Yeah. Okay, that for your information is a Bigfoot call, and he's not lying. He has a he has a it's plastic a, whistle with a, a Bigfoot uh, kind of a, looks like Bigfoot. It does. It looks like Bigfoot, and it's a it's a Bigfoot call. Somebody somebody's making a lot of money on those things. I'll tell you that right now. Bigfoot, wh- where is he? Why have we not found him yet? So, now my wife and I we differ on these kinds of shows. Okay, but. Uh, there is a, you know, after after a while, when there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of, of ghost hunters or finding Bigfoot mm. or any of these shows, and they have zero evidence, yeah, they're, and they're, they're still they're, looking, when do they call it? That's what I want to know. When do you call it and go, you know what, uh, I guess I guess we were wrong. You know, it's it's uh, it's always uh, it's always <laughs> mystified because you know you know that say Bigfoot hunters is on Tuesday night at eight, right? Now you also know that these. 
these don't come to TV instantaneously, right? So don't you think that if they had found Bigfoot, that would have been on the nightly news? It would have been on the, yes. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, here you're getting ready for Tuesday night and you're like, well, you know, we haven't heard anything in the larger news world about Bigfoot being actually captured by, you It's know. just you spending hours of your life watching television of branches cracking Leaves yeah. rustling yeah. and boards creaking in old houses. That's what it was a <laughs> raccoon. And you know, the, here's a, here's a, t- a test you can do. And I know we're talking about Bigfoot, but uh, for ghost hunters, every time they hear a creak and they they get they look at each other and they yeah. get all just yeah. when you're in your house and you hear a creak, you don't have that reaction. No, you really you don't. don't. You don't. Well, they, they well see. They're all keyed up. They think there is a ghost in there. Well, they're them. in the dark. They're as, all keyed as, up. They're all ready to do it. That sounds, but yeah, yeah it's. Uh, they, so, they, say, they said uh, you, when you hear a, a baby crying during the day, you say it's a baby crying. When you hear a baby crying at four a.m. and there's no baby in your house, that's terror. It's you the know? sun's down. The, yeah, that's the that the, is the thing that ch- that's the one variable that yeah. changes. The sun's yeah. baby crying. The sun's down. Well, so do you think it's possible? I mean, do these things Bigfoot? exist? I mean, I, no. I, I, I remember in my uh, anthropologic days uh, when I was taking anthropology courses, there was a uh, creature called a uh, Homo robustus or Homo giganticus, which was a, a, a hominid, much like an Australopithecine or a Homo erectus, you know, like these, these pre-human type things uh, that was this enormous thing. It was like, you know. Eight feet tall or something. I don't well, know, well, they, they they found evidence of it living at one time. They're not they're not like one around the corner, right? right. You know, there's not one. You know, you're, you're, you're at Seven Eleven and there's one. His in, name in is the, Joe. Yeah, I, I've, I've met this that's guy. A, yeah, so there's they're not alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about living because uh, if it's if it's Bigfoot or any of these other things alive, there has to be enough of them to yeah, breed. Right. They have, and to, they have, have to have a pool, they right, have to have exactly. a gene pool. They have to have a, a, yeah. a, a, an area that they that they live in. So for the most part, well, you do know that. One out of every eight redheads is, in fact, a shaved Bigfoot. Is that true? They, they live among us. I didn't. I did not yeah, realize they're, that they're bankers, bankers, chefs, lawyers, lawyers. That's it. Shaved, shaved ginger. Shaved ginger. Yeah. Shaved ginger. No, no. I'm, I'm sorry. All you redheaded people. I'm no. So we've offended. We've offended, offended fans of the Bigfoot however, shows. Per, we've offended yeah. fans of, of ghost, ghost hunters, and we've offended uh, anyone with red hair. Anyone with red hair. So we're off to a swinging well, start. Well, this no, is no, no, no. We've only offended one out of eight people with red hair. The other seven are humans, so <laughs> with no souls. With, with, oh, that's awful. Well, that's a that's, that's a, a terrible that's a, thing. Yeah, to that's say. an old one. We, 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 <laughs> so uh, yeah, so yeah. Now there's a whole this crypto cryptozoology. I guess, I guess yes. that's the that's the thing. Yeah. So and it, it's legit. I mean, there have been creatures that have been found yes. that, that didn't. You know, creatures the, usually the Osna. The Osna. The Osna was a um, it was a form of big cat. Uh, that was thought to be legendary. Um, it's, I think Aztec legends in Mesoamerica, um, and uh, they in fact found an Osna uh, several years ago. Uh, you know, nothing exotic. I mean, this isn't a dinosaur, but you know, it was something mm-hmm. that they didn't think was was really real. Yeah, uh, I know that they, they found the, a couple of. There's a giant fish that they found with like it's got like I don't know feet. Feet and ears, and I don't know what it has. It's got a spoiler. A I don't know something like that. It's got it's got some features that are uh, you know. But so I, what's the name of that? Do you know the name of that? that Coelacanth. Coelacanth. That's yes. it. Well, that's a that's less of a cryptozoologic. That's more of a living fossil because theoretically, from what I understand, the coelacanth has not changed in its structural. Um, but but capacity. it was discovered very 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 recently. Yeah, fairly recently. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But but the idea is that the coelacanth apparently is unchanged for about fifty million years. You know, there's just no. 
there's no uh, no anatomic changes in the coelacanth, uh, you know, for for millions and millions of mm-hmm. years. Uh, which which you know, again, I'm not going to get off into evolutionary theory, but I mean, you know, as far as nature is concerned, if if you're good enough to breed, it's not going to make any changes. So obviously, yes. the coelacanth is a very stable, reliable, fishy. But but anyway, you raise a good point. I mean, if there's one Bigfoot in all of Appalachia, which I mean is what it seems one to be, lonely Bigfoot. That's a <laughs> That's a very lonely. That's a very lonely. Sad that's the saddest creature. story I've ever heard. He just, he, you know, tragic. <laughs> so, 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 what you're telling me is my Bigfoot call is likely not going to work. Yeah, that's that's true. Particularly in this room. In this room, it's in, not going to have Providence, Rhode much, Island, much of an effect. And it yeah. sounds like a duck. And it sounds like a duck. So, yeah. really, I've been. I try I, to get. I try to get your money. I've back. been had. I, I've been had. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, it was worth a try. So you've been listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, today we learned about uh, Bigfoot, Tribbles, uh, all kinds of anatomy. Yes. Uh, Fascinating. Horrifying and, and delightful. And um, we talked about my favorite topic, Merkins. Merkins. He's a yeah. Merkinologist, folks. I'm, I'm a Merkin enthusiast, that's I right. think is that. That's the that's the. And you don't own one, to my knowledge. I don't own one, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Talk, we, weaving one well, out of belly button well, here. Yeah. I was going to say talk to the producer, but we don't really have a producer. So, All right, folks, have a good week. All right. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website, as you've probably guessed, at pretendtoimagine.com. Web designed by Small Hall Studios, produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. If you can, please give us five stars to get the word out about our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.